Drill, baby, drill. He had such enormous fun that he called for another elephant to come. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. America, stay out the bushes. Stay out the bushes. Jet is a mess. Welcome to a Monday night football edition of the Elephants in the Room. Yeah. Monday, September twenty and oh nineteenth. It's it's September nineteenth. I I know. It's almost October. It is like almost the end of the year. Like I cannot believe I'm doing Q four planning at work, which for those of you without a library, that's corporate speak for I have to plan for the next quarter. Our Q four <laughs> is actually our Q three. And I've been doing Q three and I've been doing Q three. I've been doing Q three planning since the beginning of August. That's disgusting. I've been planning for six weeks. Thank God we only it's never do ending it, like, planning. A couple of weeks before. It's been exhausting for no reason um so so like a lot of people around the world this morning did you wake up and go it's a beautiful day the sun is shining oh wait i've got a funeral to watch no, I did not. I woke up and went, wow, uh, starting at 7 a.m., I have eight hours worth of work meetings. <laughs> Somehow even more depressing. <laughs> Max uh, is like, I choose funeral. Thank you so I chose, much. I chose walking my dog and watching a funeral. Uh, it, it was weird working out watching the funeral. Like I'm running feel on the treadmill. feel slightly disrespectful? At times, it did feel a little disrespectful. There were times where I like deliberately like slowed down, like where I was like, "Did the queen oh. enjoy exercise? Maybe she would appreciate She's you." She's very active. Woman. There you go. Yeah. Horseback rode daily. Then she would daily. appreciate even that you were even, exercising while watching even her funeral. Earlier this year, she was really horseback riding, oh, there you walking go. around. So this is yeah, this is this is a woman. The final picture that they released, by the way, the royal family mm-hmm. shows her, you know, hiking up a, a hillside. Um, so, so yeah, you know, I actually, I actually, well, that was one of the controversies. The premier league was the only sports league that canceled its matches and people were like, we think the queen would have, would have been fine with you going through with this one. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been cool. She would have been fine with it. But, um, um, but, but anyways, um, I did watch the funeral this morning. I thought, I thought it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was a really beautiful tradition. What was your favorite part? The breaking of the wand. Is this Harry Potter? Right. Okay. I don't know if it's the wand. It was like the ser- it was this so it, it it's never this is so this has never been televised. So this is literally something Oh, because the last funeral was before television. Seventy years ago. Yeah. Oh. Never been televised. This has never been televised. That's wild. So the head of the household is uh is given the title of lord chamberlain right and he's basically chief of staff and i was looking up this guy and this guy was like former head of like mi5 
which is essentially Britain's FBI. Okay. And, um, and, um, and so anyways, but he has this cane, this staff. I want to, I want to, I, I should look this up to get it correct. But anyway. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, I need to show you a picture. And I'm like, this is radio. Well, yeah. Well, well, <laughs> Sorry, I, can, I can show you a picture. Well, see, yeah, see, there's the picture of her. See? Oh, and she's also holding a stick thing. She is also, she is also <laughs> holding a stick. Is it the same stick that he had? It is not the same stick that, 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 um, that the Lord Chamberlain, um, uh, had, um, but, but it was, but anyway, so it was kind of to to symbolize um, the um, the end of her her reign. You know, like he no longer is, you know, in you know of in charge of the household. There is a new there is a new king, King Charles the Third. And um, did they also crown him during the funeral? Because that's weird. Well, so he immediately becomes acting. But then um, there is a coronation, but that hasn't been planned out yet. Hmm. Interesting. So, um, yeah, breaking of the wand. That is what it's called. Televised for the first time in history. Um, And it was this, you know, it was, it was, it was like, It was Harry Potter. It was one of those things where, like, I was waiting for one of those moments to be like, you know, and as is tradition. And, like, that was it. Like, that was the moment, like, as is tradition, the Lord Chamberlain breaks his wand, signifying the end of the reign, places it on the casket. And then, dramatically, she's just lowered into the ground. Oh. Yeah, it was like, whoa, whoa. But why wouldn't she be? Well, I, I, I guess I guess I was expecting because so much of it was her being driven around, and then they're carrying. By the way, the guys carrying her casket up the steps for the last time. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they had words with the guy who was leading the procession. Was he too slow? He was quite slow. Oh. He was quite slow going up the steps. And, and you're starting to see it. I'm wondering, you know, like man, if if it's just like, you know, if the casket's just pinching a guy the wrong way you know it's not going to happen because i'm sure whatever they did they held the britain's world's strongest britain competition well, over the past week to find eight strapping young lads to carry the castle at least it didn't drop it and she fell out could have been worse i was oh my gosh uh, i'm waiting to see how many people tuned in they're saying it was going to be the most televised event in history so that's that's the other thing that i'm interested in um beyond it but it um it was really beautiful um if you if you get the chance go and check out i would say like the final 30 minutes or so the final you know the, the final ceremony that was televised um it is it is it was it was beautiful and um um you know it was just you know, like we've we've spoken about over the past week, you know, it's it's very much like a it's it's so much more than just the queen passing. It's this symbolic, you know, we're moving on to another era, you know, uh, that generation's going. Um, and um, and speaking of someone um, pretty close to the queen's generation, our own queen, President Joe Biden. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was his former boss. Former boss, President Obama. He was he was America's first queen president. Oh boy. Okay. Sorry. It's going oh off the rails. No. Um, but anyways, so um, but over here stateside, the campaigns are rolling. We've got Fetterman who he literally cannot speak. I watched I there I had Fox News on earlier today and he cannot form sentences. But him and Oz are going to debate. I, that I can't imagine. Is it going to be on national TV, or we're going to have to like figure out how to? We're going to have to watch that. it on C-SPAN. We're going to have to do all this stuff on C-SPAN. This is a really fun time of year. Is trying to get it, get the calendar for all the debates that you want to watch. Um, You're in charge. Don't put me in charge of that. You're in charge. I used to get, you know. I used to get paid for doing it, so I think you're going to have to pay me to do it. I'm going to have to pay you? Yeah. Um, we're going to yeah. need a few more followers okay. on our podcast before okay. I can pay you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, but anyway, so, so Joe Biden gave his first interview in over 200 days. <laughs> so nice that he could bless us with his presence. And um, what, uh, what hard-hitting journalistic outlet do you think he took this interview to? Uh, CNN? MSNBC? Oh, much friendlier than that. What could be friendlier than that? 60 Minutes. Oh, yes. I saw an ad for it. Oh, yes. 60 Minutes. The friendly confines of 60 Minutes. There has never been more tepid waters for a Democrat president than the friendly confines of 60 Minutes. I never understood... That this used to be a revered, growing up in my time, as far as I'm concerned, this has just been a communist news rag for the past 34 years. But I guess at one time, it might have had some sort of relevance in the American journalistic landscape somewhere at some time. I've never understood the appeal of 60 Minutes. Every time I've turned it on, it's just old liberals complaining about nonsense. That's that's all I've associated with 60 Minutes. And here it was, Joe Biden, old liberal, talking about nonsense on 60 Minutes. And you know what he does? Did he fall asleep? Did he fall down? He declared the pandemic to be over. Yes. The pandemic's over. Now... That's the best thing he's done in his presidency. First of all, I didn't know it was still going on. Oh, well, I mean. Like, I still still see Not for anyone with half a brain. I still see people with masks, but I kind of just figured people just said, you want to know what? I might, you know, this is personally for me. I'm, you know, compromised. I whatever. I've always thought about maybe doing this. Now it's just acceptable. Whatever. I really, it doesn't bother me. The only thing that bothers me is when I see kids outside wearing a mask and their parents aren't wearing one. Yeah. That's just flat child abuse. I don't think kids should be wearing them ever. (laughs) No, they should not. Well, you saw Denmark banned the vaccine for people under the age of 50. Well, that's a good idea, actually. Very good idea. It's a very good idea. Very good idea. But anyway, so Joe Biden has declared the pandemic to be over. And you want to know who's upset about this? The Democrats. The Democrats. The Democrats. Because now... No more mail-in ballots? Is that, can we do that now? Because everyone can be near each other and are capable of walking down the street and placing their vote. I love the fact that that's where you went with it because, <laughs> because I thought two things. I thought, one, you're right. We can just 
We can nip this all in the bud right now. We don't need more of this mail-in you nonsense. Mail-in, I will trade you mail-in ballots for a national holiday to go vote. Mm-hmm. You can't vote for mail. You can't vote early, but you can have the day off. No one in America works. Make your own darn coffee and go vote. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, We're not going to get it, but, you know. We're never going to get it because it makes too much (laughs) sense. It makes too much sense. By the way, I've got a separate article later uh, towards the end of the show during our cleanup section about why our voting laws are a little bit too lax. So we might we might need to bring back some more qualifications for voting. Anyways, um, I'm going to do this terrible the ter- terrible journalist tactic of reading things off of Twitter to get a sampling of people. And because I, I do this because Twitter is exclusively li- liberals who have lost their minds. Yeah, I think that's fine because our show is really to sh- to talk about the nut the nutties. So that's fine. We're not like this is an opinion show. We're not you know. This is someone named. Lacey Varasi Bannis. The kind of person who puts their pronouns in their bio description. Okay. Anyways. Irresponsible, short-sighted, and inaccurate. Anything else? I cannot get health the health care I need when the health care system is as broken as it is now. Oh! Oh, Mr. Matthew Cortland. They, oh, I'm sorry. They, Matthew Cortland. He's a they, them. Oh, lordy. They, them. JD, chronically ill, disabled, they, them. Okay. <laughs> okay. So he's just... He can't get the health care when the health care system is broken. But I thought Obama fixed it. How could the health care system be broken? Obama fixed it. There's nothing wrong with their health care. What does the health care system have to do with the pandemic being on or off? Right. We're not saying the pandemic's over. There's no more health care. Health care is over. You're all on your own. Biden is saying the pandemic is over as transmission rates stay high as Americans with long COVID outnumber immunocompromised Americans. At what? <laughs> Did you pre-read these or not? <laughs> what? Make this make sense to me? I I don't think anything can possibly make sense to you. Here's uh, a rep, Attica Scott from Kentucky. You just don't just get to declare a global pandemic over. My goodness, these folks are clueless. It's just... These people are addicted to fear, man. That's what all this is. These people are addicted to fear. And it makes me happy. And it's a great thing to pivot to because you want to know what? You want to know what the the king of of fear for the left is? Hmm. The king of fear? Climate change. And you want to know what it is this week Hmm. in New York City? It's climate week. Okay. Climate. Enlighten me as to what this new nonsense is. They're driving climate action from the 19th to the 25th. You can watch live. It's the biggest climate event on earth. You know, wouldn't you want to be the smallest? Isn't it about, isn't this all about shrinking your footprint? Yeah. Why are they expanding their footprint? Bigger ideas, bigger act, big ideas, bigger action. 
The United, oh, here we go. In conjunction with the United Nations General Assembly and the city of New York, two things that are just failing. First of all, the United Nations shouldn't exist. So let's go. Opening ceremony. Oh, my gosh. Session one, putting climate in context. The cold truce for a warming world. Investing in equity and the economy. And that's really what it's all about. This is funded by billionaires who want you to invest in their company, who want, li- who want, who want well-intentioned young liberals to invest in their companies. Okay, That's what the climate change movement's all about. Um, main program. Climate in the geopolitical context of today. What are you talking about? What geopolitical context? There's no geopolitical context. All it is Who's is if you Who's attending this? Who? who would attend this? McKinsey Sustainability Opening Ceremony Partner. This is like, this is, look at all of these people in their masks. Those are Burberry masks. <laughs> this is, Stop those it. are flat Burberry masks. Look at that. You know that? Wow, that yeah, they universal are. Universal pattern. This is the King and Queen Fart Sniffer Assembly. This is just like bougie, yeah. This is Fart Sniffer land. This is people with too much money who feel guilty, who apparently can't just, you know, donate to an actual charity. Accelerating the transition to zero emission trucks in India. Financing for a fair future in Latin America. Yeah, accelerating the transition to clean energy and a green economy. That's called the Great Reset, folks. If you want to know what that is, that's called the Great Reset. But anyways, I wanted to take this time because uh, dug up a little old number here. Ten times the experts predicted the world would end by now. All right, here we go. It's the Zorpies. Number one from 1989. This is from the UN. No, the Zorpies from Parks and Rec. Well, this is the Zorpies. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. These are the Zorpies. When you have to explain the joke, I guess it's not very good. No, I know what you were saying. <laughs> I just went into reading the article. <laughs> okay. Well, we have to put on that episode now. Yes. After football. By the way, the Bills. Whew. Oh. Tip drill. Okay. People have already watched this game by the time they're Great radio. Wow. They are good. Um, in 1989, senior UN environmental official says entire nations could be wiped off the face of the earth by rising sea levels if the global warming trend is not reversed by the year 2000. That was Noel Brown, director of the New York office of the New York UN Environment Program. There you go. No nations. Mass starvation by 1975 was another popular one. Global freezing by the year 2000 was being warned about in 1975. So in 1975, we had mass starvation and global freezing. And then 14 years after global freezing, we were all going to melt to death. This is tough to keep track of. Massive warming (laughs) by 2000. Al Gore, 10 years are left in 2006. Ten years are left before we reach the point of no return. UN official Mustafa Tolba. Environmental catastrophe will cause a nuclear holocaust by the year 2000. In 1970, Senator Gaylord Nelson, Democrat from Wisconsin, considered, quote, the father of Earth Day. 
cited the secretary of the Smithsonian, who, quote, believes that in 25 years, somewhere between 75 and 80% of all the species of living animals will be extinct. That did not happen. Nope. By the way, we do have an extinction problem, but... Metals deplete... I've never seen this one. Scientist Harrison Brown predicted in Scientific American that lead, zinc, tin, gold, and silver deposits would be fully depleted before 1990. Now, I'm glad they're having the, climate all, week. I want to know who's making... Can I invest in climate week? All the people that made those predictions, are they still alive? No. I was going to say, because the best Al thing Gore. to do is just Al make Gore. a prediction for like past your death so that way no one can tell you you can always just be like well i'm still right al gore al gore al gore made a second movie remember al gore so shameless he made a second movie hey i was so wrong the first time i'm gonna make a second one being even more wrong an inconvenient truth i'm a complete idiot by al gore (laughs) all right all right let's get to the funny part of the show Yes. There really wasn't a lot of news this week. Sorry, folks. There wasn't a lot of news over the weekend. There's not a lot of news. And when you wake up watching a funeral, you know what else you're going to talk about? Well, you're going to talk about a funeral. Gavin Newsom wants to run for president if Joe Biden doesn't run. How was that news? He's basically been screaming that from the top of his lungs for the past six months. Ay, 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 ay. Okay, I wanted to talk. So, so I wanted to get to a couple of things. All right, I want to get to two things about why our voting laws are just way too lax. Okay. The first one, out-of-control STD situation prompts call for changes. There's a 26% rise in syphilis infections last year. Ew. Ew. HIV cases are up 16%. The total number of STD cases hit its highest since 1948. How Do they put the total number? I, uh, what I'm going with is, are there, is there more of this than COVID cases? Last year, more than 52,000. Okay, so probably not. Rates of cases have been rising too, hitting 16 per 100,000 people last year. That's the highest in three decades. Rates are highest with gay men. Rates are lower for women than it is with men. Folks, If it's been said once, it's been said a thousand times, but it should be repeated on a daily basis. The sexual revolution and its consequences have been absolutely horrifying for this country. Mm -hmm. Absolutely horrifying. The idea of sex with no consequences is as false an idea as has ever spread throughout the land. And here we go. But this is what we're dealing with because people, and there's easy ways to prevent it, right? Monogamy is a great way to do it. Monogamy is a great way, right? Being clean, using protection. A lot of easy ways, folks. 
But you want to know what? That's not the thing that got me worked up. And this is what we're going to end on, folks. Because we are a food podcast at the end of the day. Oh, oh. Adnan Syed, Freed, Cereal. Yeah. Do what you, are your thoughts on this? What are your thoughts on this? I wanted to I wanted to talk about this. What are your thoughts on this? So now I have to go back in my head to when we listened to that podcast during one of our cross-country road trips. Um, and uh, I think we netted out that we thought he was... I don't know that we thought he was innocent, but we didn't believe there was enough evidence to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that he did it. There was, yes. we had a lot of doubts. That's, that's where we came out or that's where I came out. That's where I came out as well. And I just remember being like, is it possible he did it? Oh, heck yeah. Like 100%, like totally. Like, are there a lot of other viable suspects? Mm, not a ton of convincing ones, maybe like one or two others. And therein lies the problem. Therein lies the problem. You can go, ah, uh, ah, uh, it's not him. It's not him. And uh, and therein lies it. But I wanted to bring that up because I thought that was interesting. He's freed. He's freed. Conviction overturned. Done. Walking around. Um, After but anyways, like what, 20-something years? 22 years. It's wild. 22 years. Well, because of a podcast. Who knows? In 10 years, we may free a murderer. Or eight. When did Serial come out eight years ago? Yeah, a while. I don't know the exact. She was on hand today for it. Nice. I mean, she's probably going to do a follow-up. Sarah Koenig. No relation. CNN senior medical correspondent Elizabeth Cullen shared on Monday some advice one hopes would never be actually necessary. Do not cook your chicken in NyQuil. Ew. Who's cooking chicken in NyQuil? This is a real thing on the FDA's website right now. A recipe for danger. I was going to say, is this a TikTok thing? Social media challenges involving medicines. Ew, ew, ew. Hell yeah, brother. No. The dangers of social media challenges the drugs. The fact that someone has to write this. You know, this article falls into the category of, you ever see a sign at a restaurant that seems like kind of perplexing and then you're just like, someone did that. Like, you had to put up a sign for that reason. Um, This is unbelievable um a recent social media video challenge encourages people to cook chicken in nyquil and other similar uh over-the-counter cough and cold medication presumably to eat the challenge sounds silly in advertising and it is so i guess someone tried it at the fda <sighs> but it could <laughs> but it could also be very stuff. unsafe Boiling a medication can make it much more concentrated and change its properties in other ways. Even if you don't eat the chicken, inhaling the medication's vapors while cooking could cause high levels of the drugs to enter your body. It could also hurt your lungs. Put simply, someone could take a dangerously high amount of the cough and cold medicine without even realizing it. I think that's kind of the goal. I think people are getting, trying to get stoned off chicken. Ugh. Oh, it's, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Rum ham. You know, soak a ham and rum. Eating and getting drunk. No, 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 no. Does um, it say what the TikTok video was about? Or does it just say... Well, let's Google it. Cooking chicken. Because chicken and I NyQuil. Ju- I just don't understand. Well, I do understand is. how someone up. could Cooking chicken and NyQuil. Is NyQuil chicken <laughs> safe to eat? Poison control. 
NyQuil chicken. I love how all of them, all of the articles are Janu- like. This is from is January twenty seventh. It's all like, is it safe? It's like, why is there not an article on what in the world is going on? Why Sleep- are people trying to do this? Sleepy chicken. Ugh. Sleepy chicken, folks. They calling it sleepy chicken? No, 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 no. Oh, so is the ploy like here? You can get eat food and then immediately pass out. That's the. I think it's just people trying to get high. Ugh. Gross. Um. I was gonna ask. Gross, 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 gross. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was going to ask, what would someone have to pay to eat the sleepy chicken? Is d- is it poisonous? Like, am I going to die? Because, like, you can't pay me you, enough. You'll probably get a little messed up. No, nah, I'm not. No. Nah, you're off the sleepy chicken. No. Mm-hmm. Off the sleepy chicken. 100, 100 grand. How much of it do I have to eat? <laughs> <laughs> Will it kill me? No, it'll just make you sleepy. Yeah, well. You know, basically. I guess Max is down for it. I don't. I don't think so. I hate the taste of Nyquil. I is there someone who likes the taste of Nyquil? I don't know. Mm, yuck! I've never been able to take liquid Nyquil. I can take a shot. I cannot take a shot of liquid Nyquil. Mm. I'd gag it up. No. I don't know who who would come up with this. I want to know who came up with Sleepy Chicken. It's a great band name, by the way. Sleepy Chicken. <sighs> I think I saw them open for Real Big Fish at the Hampton Casino Ballroom. <laughs> I cannot. Anything else? I we're gonna end on Sleepy Chicken. We're ending on Sleepy Chicken. All right. Uh, but the news will pick up at some point. This we will. Week. See we're recording you on, Wednesday. on Wednesday. Yeah. We'll try to find out what other crazy Gen Z nonsense we can find on TikTok. Yeah. What are we cooking in chicken this week? Yeah. Ooh. See you on Wednesday. Cluck, cluck. The chant is drill, baby, drill. He had such enormous fun that he called for another elephant to come. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. America, stay out the bushes. Stay out the bushes. Jeff is a mess.